0: Right now on VFN TV, an abortionist doctor coming out of an abortionist meeting falls to her knees and thanks God for guiding her hand, taking the life of children. Also, we're going to be seeing a police chief in Pensacola, Florida, get a standing ovation from the city of Pensacola as he talks about the truth about where we are and reconciliation to take place and steps towards a third great awakening and so much more right now on VFN TV. Welcome to
1: He said, I have many ministers and they are speaking on my behalf. But he said, what's missing is the urgency of voice. These mega churches are really cognizant not to offend people. And they're really careful when they get up and preach to people that everybody leaves out there feeling really good. Preachers refuse to preach on the coming of Jesus Christ. Where's the urgency? I have never seen America in the place where we are right now. If you think that all the persecution is going to remain in Iraq against the Christians, you better think again. It's already coming into this country right now. If we don't tell people what they need to hear, God's going to hold us accountable and their blood will be on our hands. Whenever we preach, we've got to preach with an urgency in our voice that we need to be right with God if anything should happen to us. There's things right now in motion that may change our nation almost overnight. And for me to stand here and act like everything's all right, I can't do that. The politicians in Washington may can do that and lead you to believe that everything's going to be okay. But in the house of God, there's got to arise a sirene that says, attention, attention, attention. Things are changing and they're changing quickly. We've got to have preachers in the pulpit that will say, watch out, warning, warning, red light, warning. People know something's going on in the Middle East. They know something's going on in Iraq, in Iran, in Damascus. They know about Iran and people that's not even scripturally literate are trying to answer these things and they're missing in a million miles. And God's saying to the preachers, get up and tell them. It's time to talk about what God's doing. People are seeking the Lord. People are seeking Christ. And if they don't find him in the church, where are they going to find
0: him? I got an invitation to come back and the Lord laid on my heart. And that's when Mr. Tuart asked me about, did you have a dream? And I did. That's when he told me about the coming storm. And as I'm about to go into prayer, I just want to say the Lord laid on my heart. I said, I'm not going to share it unless somebody asks me to come and we're Commissioner Berry asked me to come and I said, this is it. I was going to share it. That there's another level about to happen.
1: Riots are coming. Riots in the streets are coming. And if we're not careful, uh, shortly after the next election, the anger will mount so much that we'll end up having martial law declared. Loss of life is taking place. If we stay on this road, it's not going to be pretty. It's not, I mean, it's not going to be just us morphing into some socialist you know, uh, type of uh, country, it's going to be, I think, worse than what was experienced in Nazi Germany. And I trying to understand, because I believe what happened there was a dress rehearsal for what the devil's trying to do in the whole world.
2: I think the way the world is going, the way the U.S. is
0: going, I think there's going to come a time, and it's probably going to be sooner than later, when what I do
2: in a public forum is going to be labeled as a hate crime.
3: Some disturbing news from Russia, President Vladimir Putin signed a law outlawing evangelism and cracking down on house churches. The laws forbid evangelism outside of churches and other religious sites. That means people can't even share their faith in their homes or even on the internet. Well, you don't think God could put a tyrant over America? You don't
0: think God could put a tyrant that oppresses the church? What have we been doing? What have we been doing as a church? Our power doesn't come from some self-declared savior promising that he
1: alone can restore order as long as we do things his way. We don't look to
0: be ruled. God is just. You think this last seven years has been tough, this eight years have been tough? That's just Jehoiakim. Zedekiah is right on the the precipice of coming to pass in this nation. We're
1: not going to make it through the times that are coming without being his disciples and more. Without growing up into our purpose And that so happens that communism is a system that I disagree with philosophically I would not prefer to live under a communist system uh, I happen to feel that the great moments of history have been those moments when individuals have been left free to think And, uh, and to act <laughs>
0: Welcome to VFN TV, I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and joining me just a moment is Steve Kalaszewski. Would you ever think the day would happen where an abortionist gathering allegedly was taking place and one of the alleged abortion doctors comes out when Christians are walking up and down and praying that God would end abortion, and they had some signs out there, I, I guess. The abortionist doctor comes out and gets on her knees and begins to pray to Jesus And talks about how she thanks God for guiding her hand to take the life of a child. You wouldn't even think it would be true. But you know, the Lord said there will be days of great deception. And deception is what you think you're doing is right when you're not right. This doctor is saying she's believing based on what her prayer is. Public prayer was, it is the fact that God is with her and what she's doing in the taking of life. As a matter of fact, we have it for you right now. Listen, this parental guidance is suggested, you know, because there's going to be a couple a picture there that, that shows what happens in the context of, of, of an aborted child. But uh, So you might want to get your children out of the place. But right beside that, she's looking, this is an abortionist doctor, allegedly, that's on her knees coming outside of a gathering where there was a gathering of doctors together who, who do abortions. And she's praying, and you'll see for yourself. Let's take a look.
4: Else's heart and mind, and my role as a human being is not to judge others, but to give them care and compassion. When I can know nothing of their heart, and leave the judgment to you, to thy divine wisdom and the, the omnipotence, and just provide them the love of Christ. or parenting, when there is an actual stigma, or when there is a perception of stigma, this is what leads to negative outcomes for emotional and mental and social health, and this is proven with rigorous peer-reviewed scientific research, and I'm so grateful to be in a time in our life and in this world that I'm able to participate in that and to know this and to use this.
0: You just think about this you know the Lord told us that deception will happen in the last days and what deception is is what we think we're doing it's right where you can actually have this mindset where this doctor who you see on her shirt and you'll saw just a minute right here you can see on her shirt says Planned Parenthood and this is right by an aborted child right beside her and she's talking about the stigma of abortion the pain that a woman would feel and there is a lot of pain when a woman goes through that later on in life, maybe not at that moment, but but you're looking at who's having the greater pain: the child who was just murdered, or the doctor who's saying Jesus is guiding her hand. She said this: "I am grateful every day to feel Thy Spirit talking to. She thinks she's talking to God, and Thy guiding hand in my work. Her work is to kill the children in the womb, abortion, and to support her spirit. But she. It looks like she really believes that." You have to understand that's called deception. We're going to talk about that. We'll get back from the break. People really believe what they're doing is God when it's not God. So it's important for us to realize the answer to that kind of lie is the truth. Make sure you join us after the break. We'll talk more about that.
2: This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at vfntv.com. We'll be right back.
0: Everybody yes. will love it. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. I mean, when you love the word of God, I mean, it's exciting in your abiding time. By the way, beginning to abide now, <laughs> learning how to abide with God is so important because he says, apart from abiding in me, Jesus said, you can't even do any of this. And we have a simple plan for you. It's at Iabide.org. You know, most people want to abide. They want to they spend that time with God, but they, they need a plan we have a free plan for you. It's a, it's a You just fill out that little simple request thing. It comes right to you in your email and it's a great step-by-step beautiful. how you can begin to abide with him. Listen, you want to begin to hang out with the King since his kingdom's manifesting. Right. It's, going to, it's going to be the greatest thing he's ever done in the face of the earth. It's about to happen. You want to know the King. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the data radio program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN torch. If you go to vfntv.com and click on the torch, our program, that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day, plus things that you need to know, is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and in in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFntv.com. In addition, think about this. It's We come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world, and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you, and we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store. You can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to vfnTV.com. We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information, and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is Prudent Preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine any time you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, 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 to say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom business partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, Those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much, and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. It's just shocking if you missed the earlier part of our program that you saw this doctor, Mm -hmm. you know, alleged doctor, Planned Parenthood bad sitting on the shirt, as as obvious as can be, and based on if what she was saying, she believes she's deceived. Mm -hmm. You, You can't kill children just because somebody has an unwanted pregnancy, and that not be evil. And the word you hear over heard her say over and over again is she's talking to her God, which is not God as she was talking to. Really, it's not. It's not. This is what this is what Paul said. Paul said, if anybody preaches to you another Jesus, he says he says Satan's Satan's uh, servants come to you. They come as like servants of the light,
5: masquerading, masquerading as servants
0: of the light. Yeah. And and so they 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 you know she talked about judgment. You know, that people who say that, you know, killing a child in the womb is being judgmental towards a pregnant mother versus killing the baby is kind of bringing judgment on that baby's life. It's just ups down and down is up. And she's, what that's called is called deception. You know, John Bevere said this. John Bevere, he wrote a book called The Fear of the Lord. And he said it's a pretty powerful book. It shook a lot, a lot of us up. But he said this. He said, the longer someone is deceived, in other words, they really believe something Mm -hmm. that's not true, the thicker the veil gets over their eyes, the veil over their eyes, and the harder it is to convince them what they're doing is wrong. So you're looking at uh, the longer America says this is okay. Mm -hmm. It's been since 1973 since America said it's okay. If it really was okay, wouldn't be having all these problems today. It's It's not okay to take life, it's just not. God's going to hold us accountable for the innocent bloodshed that's taken place on on in America I and mean, that more people have been aborted in America than live in Canada. If we if you took all the all the abortions that took place in America since 1973 and you took the population of America almost 50 percent of the country mm. would be gone. That's how many people, I mean, you have like, you know, it's not, it's not many people in the Mid-States, but you start taking those out. That's like you, we're, we're killing an entire, this is like King Herod going and trying to find out which one is Jesus and killing all the two-year-olds and below. This is like Pharaoh going, trying to find Moses and killing all the, you know, I mean, children yes. trying to stop something. And we're actually legalized it. Doctors praying on her knees in front of the, everybody. The police is even looking at her going like, this is really going on. <laughs> And the thing about it is, maybe she really believes that. And you know, it's really your job, our job as Christians to let her know about the love of God. She thinks the love of God based on what her prayer is, Mm. is that to allow the woman to kill her child because she does have a career and it was just one, you know, they don't need another child, they already have two already and besides, it's gonna get in the way of the new house and the new kitchen design that they want and the new vacation plan that they have, you know. So just let her go ahead and take, take that child. I mean, this is crazy. The reason it's like the enemy has created a narrative that family is a negative thing, that marriage is a negative thing, that that uh, having children is a is a tolerant thing, and that somehow you have to tolerate them, and the versus saying it's a wonderful mm. thing, it's a gift. You know, life is a gift, and when God gives you the ability to to create life, and He breathes life into that child in your womb. Then he says, I knew you before you was in your mother's womb. I knit you together. So each cell that begins to create through mitosis and divides and builds and grows into this awesome thing that we know as the human being, uh, living human being, is the fact that uh, it's God. We're creating the image and the likeness of God. And so it's so important for us to understand we've got to get back in the Word of God because we can be so deceived. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be deceived when you don't know. I mean, how are you going to know what a lie is? If you don't know, if you if don't you know, know what the, the truth can is, can you imagine getting pulled over for a speeding ticket by a police officer? You've been speeding, but there's, there was never a speed limit sign anywhere, anywhere mm-hmm. on any road. I mean, wouldn't you be going like, that's unfair? I didn't know what the speed limit was. But what if the speed limit was actually in a book called the Bible? You just chose not to look in there to find out what the speed limit was. Guess what? You're still going to get a ticket. You're still gonna be brought to the, the eternal judgment seat of Christ, you're still gonna be accountable. Just because you said, I didn't want to pick it up, mm-hmm. I didn't want to read it, it made me feel condemned for the sin that I was in. Listen, the Word of God reveals the sin that's in our heart. It turns us to God to say, God, I've sinned. And He goes, I know, now you know. If you ask me to forgive you, I'll forgive you mm-hmm. and I'll remember that sin no more. Of course it makes, if we, if we if in fact we're in sin, And we're walking in open sin, and we haven't asked God to forgive us for it. We do. When you walk into the light, you're kind of like, you know, oh my goodness, don't look at me. You know, I feel so, you know, sinful. I feel, I feel so bad when you, when you talk about God. It's like, well, the bad part is feeling because you're in sin. But listen, God can forgive you for that, and you can actually stay in the light and walk in the light. But Jesus says the verdict is in. He says, he says that that when the truth came. You chose to continue to walk in darkness because you didn't want the light because the light just just kind of shows our desperate need for a Savior. And it's good news because God will, forg- God will forgive this doctor, but she needs to meet God. The God she's talking about, even though the names seem the same, they're not the same. The God of Islam is not the same of God of Christianity. And the God of this Planned Parenthood is not the same God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's son is Jesus Christ. Jesus came to give life, not to take life, If God has created life in a mother's womb, I mean, think about this. If in fact, Mary was here today and she was carrying Jesus in her womb, this doctor would be talking to who she perceives as God, praying to a Jesus she's about to kill that's in Mary's womb. She would have aborted Jesus. And she would have said, at least Mary, at least Mary's not having a stigma you know, and having a a difficult time with this unwanted pregnancy. And she was a virgin, 16 years old, and unmarried, right? So, and the Spirit of God hovered over Mary, and she conceived Jesus in her womb. And so, how many people are believing the lies like this, and are just so deceived that they're aborting the next Moses, they're aborting the next Joshua, they're aborting... The next Elijah. They're trying to abort the enemy's trying to convince you. And listen, the difficult thing, the stigma is this, based on my understanding and hearing reports and studies from women who have gone through abortion have aborted their child. For the moment it seemed good, but you gotta go live with that. So five years later, life. you're looking at all these other five-year-old boys and girls, and you're going like, That's all That's they my been. child. And the devil that convinces you and deceives you to, to take your child's life. He is going to beat you for the next 30, 40 years and and just condemn you. He's evil. Satan is evil. He convinces you to do something that caused the child, you know, and so now you have the child, and now he actually convinces you to take the life of the child and deceives you, and then he condemns you for the rest of your life for taking the child. You know, you've got to say, you know what? I'm going to stop this madness. I'm going to have this child. I'm going to support women who are carrying these children and tell them life Mm. is important. Don't take that life. You're going to have to live with taking that life. And God will forgive you. But you have to come to the understanding that, that it's taking of life. It's it's ending of life. It's ending the entire generation. I mean, if you go back and you trace lineages of, of families, and you notice it all goes back to one person. And this person, they, they got married, and they had these two children, and three children, and four children. Next thing you know, like 400 500,000 yeah. people were around. Because it's, that one person. Yeah, and he, and his, and God said this. He said this about you know, uh, Jacob and Esau, he didn't say there was two fetuses in your womb. He didn't say there was two babies in your womb. He said there's two, two nations in your womb. Two nations. Mm-hmm. Every time you take the life of a child or a person, you're aborting and killing a nation. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Well, I think about yeah. how many things that we're praying about the problems in our nation or we're talking about who has the next cure for cancer. And imagine how many people God has tried to give to us by their life. That hey, this was going to be the founder of the person that, fa- you know, found out how to cure cancer, or many other situations. But what turned out was that they were decided to be aborted. And it's just like these are the very things. It's just like God, God still holds holds us accountable for every one of those. Well, this is the, this is the, another big deception. Is the fact that, oh man, if, if I have this child. I'm gonna have to share my money with this child. I'm gonna have to actually share my plate of food with them. I'm gonna have to get get them their own bed. I'm gonna have to sacrifice my life. Listen, that's not a negative thing. That's called caring about people. Mm -hmm. That's called, you know, even if your children don't appreciate it, you wanna be able to share your life with people. And we get back from this break, you're gonna see people that chose to be childless by choice. Childless by choice. And they have a club and they're talking about it. They said we spend all of our money on ourselves. It's gonna be it's just gonna help us understand. But remember this in Luke 21, 8, Jesus said, He said, Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name claiming I am He. And the time is near, he says, Do not follow those folks that are doing that. Listen, she is talking to what she perceives as God, but she's deceived. Don't follow that. Don't encourage that. Love her. Mm-hmm. You know, pray for her and pray that God would end abortion and send revival and send a third great awakening, but we cannot be, as Christians, saying it's okay to be able to take the life of this child. We get back for this break. Childless by choice, but first we have this offer for you. Did you know it's because of our partners that we were able to stay on the air? Listen, for your partnership of any amount whatsoever, we have a gift for you. It's offered 2019. Purpose, dreams, passion, success, and significance. A life worth living, a great encouraging message. This is what God says. I know the plans I have for you. These are amazing words, especially since God is the one saying these words about you. Just think about it. God is thinking about you. His plans for you are good plans, plans to bless you, and to give you a future. Wow. Just think about those words. How do these words make you feel? You'll be encouraged and inspired by these words even more in this message, this important message about living your life on purpose. As we discuss finding your purpose in life, the dreams God has called you to, your passion, the definition of success. Not only will you be inspired by this message in this area of success, but you'll also learn how to turn your success into significance, which really means a life that is fulfilled in the Lord. That's right. It's offered 2019. And you can partner with us by going to vfntv.com and click on Partner Now. Or you can write to us at vfntv. That's PMB360. 40 West 9 Mile Road, number two, Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or you can even call us, 844-408-3688. That's offer 2019 purpose, dreams, passion, success, and significance as our gift for you, for your partnership of any amount.
4: This
2: is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at vfntv.com.
1: God established the institution of marriage he established it to reflect his image and expand his kingdom and out of that he said I will bless them
3: today on focus on the family minute God's desire for your marriage here's dr. Tony Evans
1: so unless we are mirroring God's purposes and advancing his cause we are not fulfilling the reason why he instituted the institution in the first place so that opens up the door for the enemy to come in create division separate us from God and create civilizational chaos conflict and disintegration because as goes the family and the marriage is the foundation of the family so goes the culture and uh, and we're watching that happen before our eyes
3: hear more from dr. Tony Evans about having a positive impact through your marriage at familyminute.org.
0: We love to hear from you. Thank you for liking us on Facebook and all your right. Facebook friends that are out there and our Christian Television Network audience. Hello to the Gulf Coast mm-hmm. uh, out there in the sandy beaches. Uh, it's real hot right now, I think. And Very humid. hot. Mm. But um, so if you have a sailboat, write to us, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll be some I don't know, what do you call that? Visitation. I'll be some ballast. You know, John and I both got to go because you got to sit on one side of the boat to the ballast there you the go. boat, balance the other side. There you go. Pat wouldn't even put. No, it you know, wouldn't no. even. He doesn't have. He can't it. go. He's, no. No. So, but uh, the beautiful sandy beaches. We are on the Gulf Coast every day now, between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. And that's very strategic because. It's uh, down there in the Gulf Coast region. It is before your local news comes on. I think it comes on around 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And is an alternative to a, uh, what is that, world news perspective? Yeah. You can get both a viewpoint of what's taking place in the world to get a perspective uh, on VFN TV and the daily radio program. So when you go into your local news and you want to hear you know, what's taking place and it's a good um, local news in that area, that you have a perspective now. You have a perspective yeah. and you can go to sleep that night having a godly perspective. At least we're trying to seek that, that you can have a word over your heart, that you can have peace and you can help people the next day at work. Uh, turn it on, download our app, go to vfntv.com to find out all the different ways you can get us.
2: Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster.
0: Welcome back. You know, we're talking about, you know, if you missed our earlier part of our program, we had this alleged abortion doctor who just came out of a, a meeting of ab- abortion providing doctors. Mm-hmm. Hell, I guess by Planned Parenthood, she had Planned Parenthood <laughs> on her shirt, kneeling down, praying to God and to <laughs> Jesus, thanking God, Jesus, for guiding her hand to take the life of that child. And we we're talking about deception. If we remember what John Bevere said, he said the longer, in the, the book, The Fear of the Lord, the longer that someone is deceived, Which is what you think you're doing is right and based if this is all accurate what she's doing she thinks it's right the thicker the veil gets over our eyes the more difficult it is to be able to convince somebody that they're deceived yeah so this is important because 1973 is when america decided through the supreme court not through a constitutional amendment decided that you can actually take the life of a child in the womb the roe versus Mm -hmm. wade case and so now you're looking how long we've been. Now we've got people that actually are praying to God, talking to God about taking the life of the child so that the mother won't feel bad about our life. And she says, even in her own prayer, science proves that mothers feel bad mm-hmm. because of the stigma of the taking stigma. their child. But it's a narrative. That's why the narrative we talk about, we talked about Islam and what's taking place in the world. The longer we accept this narrative and say, what's the big deal? Next thing you know, we might be on our knees praying to a God that's not real, speaking the gospel that's not true, and being deceived and ending up in a place that we don't want to go. Think about this, childless by choice. For some reason, the narrative's been put over America. Being married not a good thing. Started in the 50s, mm-hmm. really. Being married's not a good thing. If, if you are married and have children, oh, poor person, you had children, right? People are actually saying, you know what? I want to spend all my money on me. I'm going to be childless, by choice. Take a look at this.
3: You know, there are lots of reasons that people don't have kids. Uh, You know, there are cultural reasons, there are practical reasons.
6: Jonathan Last is a writer for the Weekly Standard and author of What to Expect When No One's Expecting. He says money is often a roadblock to parenthood.
3: It's become phenomenally expensive to have a child right now in America. When you add up all the costs, it's about $1.1 million to have a child for a normal middle-class America. That's a lot of money to spend on, you know, something that in 15 years is gonna tell you that it hates you. Whatever the reason, motherhood is in decline.
7: You wanna show mom?
6: In the 1970s, around one in 10 women were childless. That number now is closer to one in five. Kids were never part of the plan when Laura and Vinnie Ciaccio got married. Tracy Ellen Caymans and Jared Skolnick felt the same way. Both couples are now members of a social club for the childless by choice, called No Kidding. There are people out there who say, all people who don't have kids hate kids. Do you guys hate kids? I don't, don't, hate, like kids? I don't hate
0: kids. Well, I, my favorite quote is, uh, Jerry, the founder of No Kidding, says, I like women's breasts. I don't want my own.
6: <laughs>
7: <laughs> I've been an SAT teacher and loved my students, but I just don't feel the same way about toddlers and babies that everyone else seems to.
6: But it doesn't mean you hate them. No, I don't hate them. I'm indifferent toward them. Why pose the question, why have kids?
5: I think it's an important question that we ask parents. Jessica
6: Valenti, who wrote a book called Why Have Kids, says there's a persistent notion that every woman, deep down, wants to be a mom.
5: I do think we run into a problem, especially when you're talking about women, when the expectation is, of course you want to have children, and not only of course you want to have children, of course it's going to be the most important thing that you ever do in your life. So you're really setting women up to fail in this way when you say, they're gonna bring you all the joy in the world, and when that doesn't happen, it can be really, really disappointing and devastating. The
6: childless by choice, Valenti says, are still labeled as selfish, when the opposite is often true.
5: The idea that the only way to be selfless is to have children, I think, is a, is a really dangerous notion and a really dangerous ideal. There's plenty of ways to be a good, compassionate, productive citizen without bringing children into the world. So let me just ask you all straight out, are you selfish? I think it's more selfish to
2: have a child if you're not sure that you can be the parent that you'd like to be. And I've always said that I'd rather make a mistake and not have a child than have a child and find out that that's a mistake.
7: I think we all make selfish decisions. Every time you go out and, you know, buy yourself a latte instead of donating money to the poor, you're making a selfish decision. Life is about balancing the things you do for yourself with the things you do for the world. And there's a
6: lot of ways to contribute to the world other than having kids. Most people seem to agree. In fact, according to a CBS News poll, only 16 percent say that people who decide to remain childless do so for selfish reasons. BUT WHILE NOT HAVING KIDS MAY BE MORE SOCIALLY ACCEPTABLE, SOME FEAR THAT A BABY DROUGHT WOULD BE BAD NEWS. FIGURES SHOW THAT WE'RE BELOW THE REPLACEMENT RATE. THAT IS, THE AVERAGE NUMBER OF BABIES THE AVERAGE WOMAN NEEDS TO HAVE TO KEEP THE POPULATION STABLE. THE REPLACEMENT RATE IS ROUGHLY 2.1. THE UNITED STATES IS NOW AROUND 1.9. BOTTOM LINE IS, WE'RE JUST NOT MAKING ENOUGH BABIES.
3: We are not making enough babies, sadly enough. Uh, it's because anybody who has been around babies will be able to tell you uh, it's a lot of work and a lot of it is not entirely pleasant.
6: Author Jonathan Last says a falling birth rate will transform the economy, and not in a good way.
3: If this continues, what do you think the US will look like? We'll have an entire country that looks like Florida with a whole lot of older people who need support, uh, who need government assistance through the social welfare programs that we have, Social Security and Medicare, and we'll have a much, much smaller number of workers trying to support them. Uh, There's nothing wrong with not wanting to have a kid, but the goal should be to find ways to help the people who do want children to have them in what is a very expensive and complicated world.
6: Of course, parents would say there are plenty of great arguments for having children, and the no kidding folks have heard them all. Have you had people try to convince you that you're wrong? Oh, yes, absolutely. You're going to be so
7: alone when you're older. Who's going to take care of you? Thinking that somehow children are just future indentured slaves or something like that? (laughs) It's really not a great reason to have kids. Um, And also just that since I don't know what I'm missing, I can't possibly know that I'm making the right choice.
6: What do you say to people who say that to you? You'll never
7: know this joy. Nobody who's known me really well has ever said that to me. So I think they have a difficulty understanding that different people want different things in life and that what makes them happy is not necessarily gonna make me happy.
6: So who's really happier, family folk or child free? We asked people in both groups and a majority, 67%, said people have an equal shot at happiness with or without kids. For the record, Jessica Valenti, who wrote Why Have Kids? has a two-year-old daughter
5: I knew that it was always something that I wanted
3: it's an enormous amount of work a lot of the work you know is is not a lot of fun this is you know there's no reason to sentimentalize it Jonathan
6: last should know he's a parent too and the chiaccios Laura and Vinny, are thinking about expanding their own family someday by getting a dog
2: wines lose so much because the
6: this is so important to understand.
0: It's a narrative that's been promoted mm-hmm. by people who don't want to reproduce. I mean, I think this whole program began with a doctor, which you think about the Hippocratic Oath that says yeah. you're not going to her injure, or hurt anybody, and actually she's taken life, you know, and as she is an abortion doctor, and she's 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 saying this this thing is a is it's a stigma having kids, and then you look at pl- childless by choice. And they're saying things like, you know, it costs $1.1 million per child. I'm like, what planet are you <laughs> from? My goodness gracious. And then he says, that's a lot of money to pay for something that in 15 years it's going to tell you it hates you. And it's like, well, you know, it's a tough thing raising raising yeah. family. Think about God. God created man and communed with Adam and Eve and gave us the choice. I mean, the first son, Adam, was given a choice. Are you gonna honor me as your father? And that's a part of a relation. Part of a relationship is you have to risk being hurt. You have to risk people blaming you for everything mm-hmm. and, and thinking that, oh, somebody's deceiving you. And that's what happened with Adam and Eve. You know, Satan came in as a serpent and he started deceiving them yeah. and thinking, you know, your father's hiding something from you. There's something else outside of, of what he's saying. And next thing you know, they're biting this apple from the forbidden tree of knowledge of good and evil, and next thing you know, that they re- they've sinned. the fall of a man. It's been an issue since the beginning of time. But these folks are promoting a narrative that it's been around for a long time. And like John Bevere said, the longer we go for this and say that it's normal, you know, in 1973, mm-hmm. we said uh, we, abortion is legalized. Now we actually have people that are saying we're childless by choice. We're not going to invest our lives into anybody else I don't hate, hate them I don't love children I'm just indifferent I'm indifferent and she makes her money based on this story off of educating and doing testing for children, children that she's indifferent about and the one that wrote these, this book you know they have a child and it's like you know what we got to find out what God's right. book says what does he say and he says listen he says in Malachi 310 I believe it is he says the reason why 2 210. The reason why two people become one flesh, the reason why a man and a woman come together is for one reason, to bear godly offspring. So when you come together as a husband and wife and you have a child, that's a God encounter. Mm-hmm. And God wants you to raise that child in the way of the Lord. The world's going to do whatever the world's going to do, but you know what? I've, what's the percentage of Protestants uh, are having abortions? The is like really high. David Barton, we had him on the program and he was talking about maybe it's 90, 90% or 75%, something like that, of people having an abortion ticket doing this in America are Protestants. I mean, he said very specifically on the program, we had it on the program before you, that it's people who profess who profess to be Christians. And so just like this doctor is deceived in saying that she's talking to Jesus and Jesus is guiding her hand and she's choking out the child, aborting that child, and. And these people who are childless by choice, seventy-six percent. Seventy-six percent of Protestants, according to statistics, to what I believe uh, the source will have it available for you on the Torch. And so it's the people like this doctor—they're thinking it's mm-hmm. okay to take this child's life that God's okay with it. So we got to say, wait a minute—we've gone way too long in this narrative. God, bring us back to ground zero again. Bring us back to the place of the cross. God, we got—we've got to repent for the lives that we've taken in, the narrative that we believe in. Even though you're praying, doesn't mean you're talking to Jesus. I mean, he doesn't even hear our prayers if we're walking in sin. He hears this prayer. I'm a sinner, God forgive me. He Then he begins to, to, to walk me in the context of that. And so I just want to encourage you today, you know, as we're fixing to go to a break, I want to encourage you to, we just can't sit idly back anymore. We have to get really involved in our culture and our life and don't, we don't have to go talk to the world out there. We need to talk to the folks who say that they're Christian. the Protestants. And Protestants, of course, is the non-Catholic. They, the Protestant means they protested the Catholic Church. That's why they're called Protest Protestants. But in that, you also have born-again Christians mm-hmm. that are in there. And they're part of that number, too. Not as big. Mm-hmm. that part of that number. But it's like, you know what? What does God's Word say about that? And it's like, you know, He says, Thy shall not commit murder. It's one of the Ten Commandments. Why are they taking the Ten Commandments out at midnight Mm -hmm. at the courthouse in Oklahoma? Nobody else is is there. Because it says, don't kill your children. Mm -hmm. But it's been going around. The God that, that, it's no God at all, but that people had in their hearts that God hated the most was Moloch. You know why? Because that God, people sacrificed their children. They killed their children for personal benefit with that God. That's what God thinks about that. And so we got to begin to say, Lord, you know, heal my heart. Give me the right perspective. Help me to appreciate my husband. Help me to appreciate my wife. Help me to appreciate my children. The fact that we can have children, Lord, help me to lay down my life for my family and my yeah. kids. That it's a good thing. I'm not supposed. They're not in the way. I mean, think about it. They're, this, they're saying childless by choice. That these children are in the way. I mean, for what? For yourself. And he says, in the last days, people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And God says this, if you say you love me, but you hate your children, you hate your brother, you hate folks like that, he says you don't even know me. You don't even know me, Call, yeah. he says you're a liar. How we know we love God is when we love others. And it can be difficult, it can be real difficult to, to do because things can happen in your life, but you know that's the one thing that you're asking God to help you do this, but you need to get a different yeah. perspective Yeah, family. Yeah. And so we're going to go to this break and come right back. But it's just amazing what's taking place. We're going to see what took place in Pensacola, Florida, of the Pensacola police chief that stood up in a citywide gathering at 9-11 and talked about reconciliation. He got a standing ovation. It was pretty awesome. be we'll back from the break.
2: This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation
3: light. Follow us online at vfntv.com. We'll
5: be right back.
3: We
1: are in a major apostolic reformation season in the church. The church means fellowship in the Bible, but it also means straddle of jail, warring. So in the midst of this season, God is raising up through our fellowship a warring unit that knows how to move forward to accomplish his purposes in the earth. We want you to know that You need to connect with an apostolic movement or else you need to be a part of building an apostolic structure. And we want to encourage you as you move forward in this season of the church that you be a part of the apostolic
0: church horizon. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the daily radio program. Every single day, we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to vfntv.com and click on the torch, our program... That we have for years now, with all these pertinent topics of the day, plus things that you need to know, is right there for you. Where you can go back and and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us, and and in addition, in SoundCloud as well, you can share things audibly with other other listeners out there, and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNtv.com. In addition, think about this. It's We come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world, and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store. You can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFN We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to vfntv.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information, and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is Prudent Preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today, and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also wanna make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a, it's special areas, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, 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 to say thank you, things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom business partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I wanna encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you wanna become a business sponsor. Um, Those are the ones that are standing with us, that wanna keep the conversation light, that wanna impact their community, but also wanna be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. Listen, we're going to talk about something much more encouraging. This chief of police, he's chief of of the city of Pensacola, Pensacola Police Department, David Alexander, stood up in a gathering of the city at 9-11. He began to talk about with all these times that are going on, with all the different crises in the nation. He started talking to us about reconciliation. When he came to that stage, the entire city that was there in Pensacola stood up and gave him a standing ovation. Let's go there now.
2: Praise the Lord, Pensacola. Pensacola. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The only one mad tonight is Satan himself. We give God all the praise for being here tonight. Proverbs 6 and 6 says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. You know, a sluggard is a lazy person, probably a spiritually asleep person. But what God did is He used the productivity of an ant to illustrate spiritually powerful word that he has for his people. Last week I was really trying to, I was seeking God as to what am I gonna say on this program? Because it's not about me, it's about the kingdom. This is kingdom business. And as I as I returned home one morning from walking, I noticed a lady that was walking two dogs, and you could tell she loved her dogs by the way she cared for them. But they were on two leashes, and as she was walking down the middle of the street, these dogs were pulling into two different directions. They were going in the same direction, but them moving forward was very Troubling. It was very strained. And I imagine if you ask those dogs who was to blame, they blame each other. And I got to thinking about when Adam disobeyed God in the garden. Instead of them saying we need to seek God's face, Eve blamed the snake and Adam blamed Eve. And one of the things that becomes apparent to me is that in Amos 3 and 3, it says, can two walk together except they be agreed? And if we're so busy blaming each other, there's no way in the world we can walk together and there's no way in the world we can please God. So now you got racists blaming each other, you got police blaming the people, the people blaming the police, you got parents blaming children, children blaming parents. When are we gonna seek his face? When are we gonna turn from our wicked ways? And so this community is strained, people are estranged and at enmity with one another. Everybody's hating, wanna hate somebody for whatever reason, I don't know what happened to you, but I believe today if you will seek his face, he'll do what he promised you he'll do. He said he will heal this land, not just for this community, but for this great nation. That means husbands and wives will be able to get along together. That means they'll be able to raise their children up like they should be. That means that government and people that that, that they serve should be able to get along with each other. That means that racial discrimination and all kinds of forms of of separation will be put to naught. You know why? Because we saw God's face. So let us put an end to the enmity, the estrangement. Let Let us tonight ignite healing in our community. Let us tonight ignite healing in our nation because he tells us that in in 2 Corinthians he said that while Christ was on the cross, he was reconciling the whole world unto himself. He gave us a ministry of reconciliation and he gave us a gospel which is the word of God, a word of reconciliation. So then he gives us an invitation and he said, be ye reconciled to God. And that means when we're reconciling to God, our relationship with each other has got to change. That means I can no longer hold grudges. I can no longer play the blame game. What I have to do is I have to repent for not believing like I should have. And then I got to turn around. I got to forgive my brother. I got to forgive my sister. I got to forgive those that have come before me that have done things they shouldn't have done. But give those an authority, because He said to us, "Be ye reconciled unto God." Come on,
0: that's it. This is so important. When you're looking at the I mean, officers are being killed in their cars, people are being killed in the streets, people are driving their cars mm-hmm. on college campuses, doctors we're supposed to help people are praying to a God saying thank you for guiding my hand to kill children this chief chief david alexander of pensacola mm-hmm. police department he's telling us we're going to quit blaming everybody and start owning our own sin, and saying god yeah. forgive us and come back and we can bring reconciliation And you saw the huge response to the city of pensacola who just um, are just a standing ovation yes. saying this is what we want and we just thank god for law enforcement like that and And we just stand with you. And we just want to pray right now. We're coming to an end of this program. But I want to encourage you, you know, be reconciled to God. And this insanity will stop. Father God, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for Chief David Alexander down in the city of Pensacola, Florida. God, and his stand for you and law enforcement across this land, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that you would touch this doctor who was just deceived and thinking that you're guiding her hand. Lord, may she have an encounter with you, God, that she would know you and the love that you have for all of us, God. Lord, we pray that you would forgive us, God, for allowing uh, the sin of abortion in our land and legalizing it, Lord God, that you would turn us around. God, that you would end abortion, sin revival, that you would send a 3rd great awakening yes. to our nation, God. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless. Amen.
5: We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information. Phone numbers, web addresses, emails. Call them today.
0: I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you have joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at VFNTV.com. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless.